Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports on an AYS morning edition. A morning edition of AYS. It feels like we have not uh, done this in quite some time. It feels like that it's been a long time since I've seen you, Rudy Poos. <laughs> just joking. None of y'all Rudy Poos. You know I'm just messing. But it does feel as if it's been a while, right? LSU takes game one from Alabama. LSU football recruiting teeing up. Our college football playoff expansion is starting to heat up even more because Rudy Pooh commissioners like the Pac-12, they get a new commissioner. Um, He wants a playoff expansion. Because all of his teams suck. You know, in 2019, Oregon gets beat by a four-loss Auburn team to start the season. But it doesn't matter. Playoff expansion for money. Nobody can give me the argument other than um, we just want playoff expansion for money as I sit my tea looking like I'm Kermit the Frog. Ah. It's Rudy Pooh, man. UFC 246 is tonight. Do I got any UFC fans out there? Any fight fans out there? If so, it's going to be fun. All right. But we'll, as we do always on uh, the AYS Saturday Morning Edition, guys, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some groups on Facebook. Tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your aunt, tell your uncle that AYS is live on this Saturday Morning Edition, and we would greatly appreciate it. That um, as we're getting a little bit of a late jump, Ben, my son Ben had his birthday party uh, yesterday, uh, so which was fun. He did not like, he did not like um, us singing happy birthday to him. He just did not like us singing happy birthday to him. But uh, Danny says, "Good morning, Blake. Let's go." Ryan Gidry, 
says, good morning, AYS. Good morning, sir. David says, at work today. Thank God we got uh, game one. That's true. Robert Playson says, good morning, AYS family. Good morning, Robert. Uh, TJ says, good morning, and we are live. That we are. That we are. Uh, Donovan uh, says, good morning. Good morning, sir. Nick says, good morning, brother. Good morning. And TJ says, happy late birthday to uh, Benjamin Rafino. Uh, and Tasha Thibodeau from the Real LSU Nation says, uh, morning, Blake. Tigers beat the Gumps. That is true. So LSU does take game one from Alabama. Um, very weird game last night, right? Very, very weird game. Alabama has over 10 hits. They have 13 hits, but they only score one run. It was a – look, I don't know. You know, the game of baseball is really funny, right? You know, a lot of people don't understand just how funny that game can be and how things are done. <laughs> 13 hits should generate more than one run. But Landon Marceau, Devin Fontenot, when the game was absolutely on the line, and even the defense, they found ways – to, to win, they found ways to make sure more runs wasn't scored. I forget the little lefty for Alabama um, that hit the double uh, so they would score. Their first baseman went 4-4 of last night. But, again, at the, when it came down to it, they found a way to win the game. And that's all you can ask from your team. Uh, LSU, does, in my opinion, they do need a sweep, right? Like, LSU needs a, a sweep in the worst way. Um it would just it, it would get, I think what they're twelve and fifteen right now, so they'd be fourteen, uh, or, or no twelve, thirteen, fourteen, so they'd be fourteen and fifteen. Does that sound right? So fourteen and fifteen in the SEC, if they're able to sweep the, uh, uh, this weekend, you know, if they are also able to sweep this weekend, a big mile, milestone for um. For Paul Maneri, if if LSU does sweep, this will be the 15th career win that he has. And look, I know that a lot of people want Paul Maneri out. I know a lot of people want Paul Maneri out. Uh, I don't know. I, I I just think it's a great accomplishment. I I, I was going to say something crazy, but, you know, look, it's a great accomplishment for Paul Maneri if he gets 1,500 wins. This team's heating up. Look, I made this. I made this kind of uh, analogy yesterday. I said this yesterday. I know it's going to have a, a pushback on me um, when I said this. Look, I think Dylan Cruz is absolutely amazing, right? Like, I think Dylan Cruz is going to be a first round pick. He might be a top three pick when it's all said and done with. I think it gets phenomenal. Uh, Trey Morgan is the SEC freshman of the year, though. Yeah, it's not. It's not close. I mean, what that kid does defensively and at the plate is just utterly ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. Maybe outside of at the plate being sometimes too aggressive, which I, I don't even know if you can even say that the kid's too aggressive. Um, but he doesn't. He hasn't shown big weaknesses. You you can't get the fastball past him. I mean, it took him a little while uh, uh, to adjust to SEC play, SEC pitching, and, and get Tommy down on his fastball, but he did. And there's nothing you can't you can't throw off speed. You you got to stay in the strike zone for him to swing. He's just I love Trey Morgan, and I think that he is on it. Quite honestly, your MVP right now. Drew guys like Drew Bianco. Look, I I, I was, I you know what I'm going to even say it. I'll tell you guys where I'm wrong. Right, I was wrong about Drew Bianco. 
dead ass wrong about Drew Bianco. Um, with that being said, he's come on late. He he had a big double last night to pretty much seal the win for you. Uh, outside of Devin Fontenot, who was really nasty, he still he still worries me a little. He still wor- Fontenot still worries me. Um, but uh, you know he's coming on strong. Safford started. Um, Sanford started, I should say. So uh, I think that they're they're kind of hitting their groove right now. Uh, Brian Vietor says, "Good morning, AYS Nation, and happy birthday to Benjamin." We appreciate that, Brian. Uh, Brandon Reese says, "Good morning, Blake. What's up? What's up, Brandon?" Uh, Jonathan Satoon says, "10 15, 10:80." Um, Stephen Miller says, "Yo, brah." Stephen, we're gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Jonathan says, uh, "Got a sweet Bama and Texas A and M to go 15 and 15." Would they? What's their record? I thought they were twelve and fifteen right now. Or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, if we sweep Bama, we'd be at twelve and fifteen in conference. Okay, there you go. There you go. So we'd be twelve and fifteen. I thought they were twelve and fifteen right now. So what are they ten? So what are they ten and fifteen right now? Yo, you guys might be right. We're a little too early this morning. You guys are probably right, and I'm probably a little wrong on that one. Let me sip my coffee so we get a little awake in here. What did you guys think about the game last night? Yeah, 12 and 15 in conference. I mean, look, and then if they sweep A&M, which I don't know if they're going to – it's going to be tough to sweep A&M, right? I mean, it's going to be tough to sweep – look, Alabama's a good-hitting team. You know, going into this, a lot of people said that, you know, just kind of chalk this up to they could sweep. But – I mean, go look at the stats and the, what these guys done have at, at Alabama at the plate. It's not easy. What Landon Marceau and Devin Fontenot did last night was not easy. Not easy for a, a, a long stretch. Um, so, you got to give their tip of the cap uh, to them. Um, what I want to see – look, in game two, LSU does need to come out and start hitting the ball a little bit better. I mean, you can't – two runs is not going to win you many games. I hope that they're able to turn it on. I think that they will. Um, they saw some good pitching last night. I mean, the guy from Alabama was really on on point. Um, but, you know, you're going to have to score runs when A.J. Labus is on the bump. You're going to have to score runs because A.J. Labus is going to give up hits and he's going to give up runs. That's just that's really just a fact. I mean, I think, what does he have, a 4.5 ERA at this point? I think it's somewhere around – I know it's above four. Um you know, TJ says something here. He says uh, it was – and Stephen Busby says, good morning. Happy birthday to Ben. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, TJ says, a great game, great atmosphere. It was a great atmosphere. They were out there in left field, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great atmosphere last night. It looked fun. And, and look, I kind of felt like it was a, 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 a an edge for Devin Fontenot to get out of that ninth inning. You know? Look, Devin Fontenot had two great innings to start off with. He kind of was dwindling down the stretch a little bit. Uh, but I felt like the crowd gave him the extra juice. What was it, 96 miles an hour in that last fastball? And look, let me say this too. The umpire that rung up the kid at Alabama, normally that would have gone as a ball because just the way that they, uh, um, uh, Malazzo set up outside and then he kind of was twerk, herky-jerky when he when he caught the ball. Uh, and, but look, it was a strike. Umpire rung him up. So you got you to gotta give him credit for that. You got to give him credit for that. So, I thought it was a good game. I, we really do need, really, really, really do need a sweep, though, um, 
today. I mean, this weekend, not today. But we need a win today for sure. For sure. You know, something as we continue to get into this, and we'll take all of your comments uh, as they come in, um, something that I, I'm really watching for, uh, and, and look, I've been seeing some some kids and talking to some coaches uh, around just locally about what's going on. Look, I think that these LSU football camps that are about to be happening in June, all of these camps around the South uh, that are about to start up, I think that recruiting and you guys might be big in recruiting. You might not be big in recruiting. But even if you're not big in recruiting, I think it's a big deal uh, uh, for us to keep our eyes on. Look, if you go to any service that you um, that you watch or you like and you go and you look and see some of the guys from the state of Louisiana, as I forgot to pull that up, so let me pull that up right now. Um, but all the kids that are committed to LSU from the state of Louisiana, also, you know, Walker Howard, Will Camber, Jacoby Matthews, uh, LaTerrence Welsh, uh, Aaron Anderson, there are still a lot of guys in this class uh, from Louisiana that have not committed. Shaz Preston, Le'Veon Moss, Kendrick Law, who I think Kendrick Law is really, really good. Uh, Jamon Tapp, the defensive end from Donaldsonville. Trevor Etienne. The, uh, the younger brother of Travis ATM from Jennings. I also ho- uh, also know that Trevor's actually a pretty good little decent baseball player, too. He's actually a decent little baseball player, too. I wonder if he finds a, finds a way to um, be a two-sport athlete. That would be pretty interesting. Um, but Emory Jones. So there are a lot of kids that are, are – are, are, and, and Mike Scarborough has been big on uh, Quincy Wiggins – the defensive end from Madison Prep Academy right there in Baton Rouge. Kids is 6'7", 260. I mean, he's a freak of nature. So there are a lot of kids that you can get in these camps and you can see, and not just in 2022 recruiting, but 2023. Uh, these coaches have not – and, you know, Mike brought up a good point a couple of weeks ago when let's just say Ed Orgeron goes and watches this quarterback or that wide receiver or this running back or whatever it might be, um, kids kind of get upset with that. So these coaches have not been able to see kids – uh, a play and really have interaction with them in a long time, maybe ever. And so I think it's going to be a big deal for guys like Ed O and Jake Peets and all these other coaches to get their eyes on individuals. Uh, and, and we'll see how it happens. I mean, Teron Matthew, I mean, we all remember um, the Teron Matthew story. It was a three-star from 247. Uh, he goes to LSU football camp. LSU offers him right on the spot. He commits, and all of a sudden he's shooting up these boards because he commits to LSU. But the reason that Tyron Matthew, another reason, a big reason, is because he goes to this camp, LSU sees him, goes up against these great wide receivers and tight ends, and he's just absolutely wrecking shop, and he's intercepting passes. He's causing fumbles like he always does, and then he gets an offer and he commits to LSU. That's what you want to see from something like this. You want to see a kid uh, uh, from Louisiana that might not – you know, I know Jordan Allen, um, the DB, I, I forget where he's from, uh, LCA, um, he's a kid that a lot of people want to see get an offer. He really wants to come to LSU. Uh, that's a kid that we could keep our name, our, our eyes out for to see if he has a good camp. Landon Ibietta, I'm just going to say this, Landon Ibietta from Mandeville um, is a kid that I really, really think could find his way to getting an offer from LSU if he gets to one of these camps. You know, we remember Jack Besh. We remember Matthew Langlois. Landon Ibietta 
and, and look, I know Coach Hutch Gonzalez really well. Uh, I think Landon Ibieta would be an absolute steal or wherever he goes. The kid is burning individuals in these one-on-one, seven-on-seven camps. He's getting wide open. He's good at catching the ball. He's mossing individuals. I really like uh, Landon Ibieta. So is he one of those kids that you could find uh, getting a scholarship offer and committing? Uh, Amarian Walker, who's committed to Notre Dame from Ponchatoula, is another kid that I, I would watch out for, another wide receiver. So some really interesting uh, 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 individuals in the Edwards kid. Uh, from West St. John. So I, I've talked about a lot of kids that could get these scholarship offers, but I, I, we have not had these camps in a long time. So it's good for for Louisiana, especially when we, Louisiana is so deep that we can find our way to getting some more of these kids in, from the state in our class. Uh, Stephen Busby says this could be a very rich, uh, very rich class from Louisiana, a lot left uncommitted. Yeah, there is a lot left uncommitted. And you guys know I'm not the biggest of recruiting guys, but I just keep hearing that, hey, buddy, here's the birthday boy. Here's the birthday boy. Tell everybody, hey, Ben. So why are you okay with uh, with telling everybody, hey, here, but not people singing you happy birthday? Huh? You freaked out when people sung happy birthday to you. Oh, you don't like it. You won't down. Hey, tell the people bye. Tell them bye bye. 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 Bye, Gigi. Gigi. Gigi's not here. <laughs> bye. bye. Love you. Um <laughs> Gigi is uh Megan's mom. Uh by the way, if you haven't seen the video, it's on my Facebook page. We were singing Ben Happy Birthday yesterday. He lost his ever-living shit. <laughs> he did not like people singing him Happy Birthday. Let me tell you what. You guys want to sing me Happy Birthday? I, I'm good with it. Uh, Kenny says uh, Happy Birthday. Or Tasha says Happy Birthday, Ben. And sends us some stars on Facebook. Thank you, Tasha. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, guys, every time you send us stars, uh, it really helps for our podcast. We're, we're uh, expanding ever so much. Uh, and what we're doing, which reminds me, we got to get over to it. Let's do this. We're going to take a very, very quick break. I forgot to talk about our sponsors and the open because we haven't been talking about sponsors uh, on the Saturday show. So we got to do this, guys. We got to get over to our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, go sign, log in. It's it's free to join. Uh, go, do, go do this for us right, uh, right after the show. But betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, odds, and updates. It's the best possible place for you to plus all your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to BetOnline.ag by using your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Again, that's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. See, I, I forget... Um, I forget that we hadn't had <laughs> sponsors on Saturdays. Um, so I got to get better with that. But betonline.ag. Um, call the cat. Carl, where you been? Carl, where you been? He said, Ben, the real star of AYS. You're damn right he is. You're damn right, Carl, the cat he is. Y'all come to hear my Rudy Poo takes, but you 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 come 
to see if Ben's going to make a a live AYS uh, 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 a live AYS um, showing, if you will. Um, but yes, getting back to to recruiting on this, I do think that there's a lot of kids. And look, you can at this point too, you can kind of cherry pick um, what kids you want uh, from out of state. You know that I know that LSU ha- has kind of I hate to say this, but has tried to um, go outside uh, of the state at times, and sometimes they've had to. Sometimes they've had to, but they've gone outside of state. It hasn't boned well for them. Look, Major Burns, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Major Burns too. Or does LSU wait and use that spot um, for next committing class because you do have so many kids in, this, in Louisiana that you could sign, but I don't – Ed Orgeron's too impatient to wait for it. And, I, and that's, not, it's not, that's not a bad thing. I don't, and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Uh, but Ed Orgeron is extremely impatient, and he likes recruiting, and I think that he'll use that spot um, on somebody like a Major Burns, quite possibly. I think Major Burns is a guy. And, look, we got to see um, – we need to see what this uh, one-time transfer rule, are they going to allow kids from in-conference uh, to transfer? I know that T.J. Finley uh, – it seems that there's a lot of smoke out there about T.J., uh, to the University of Auburn. Um, I think that there's a couple of schools that might make it. Now, some people have hinted to me that he could commit to Auburn next week, but I don't – you know, nobody's solidified. And when no one wants to solidify something, usually you kind of know where a recruit's going, the one-time LSU quarterback transfer. Um, it, it's tough to, to make a decision. So, I, I know that I don't want to see um, TJ in the SEC – I know that. I know that. Ryan Mayer says, good morning, Blake Rafino. Good morning, Ryan. Um, I know that I don't want to see him in the SEC. And you know what? I, I got to say this because I keep seeing as my dog just loses her stuff. Um, I got to say this, too, very quickly. Um, I know that I've talked about the playoff expansion, right? And I know that I've talked about the playoff expansion in the sense of that I am not for more of a playoff expansion in college football. Guys, I, I I don't know how else to say this other than this. If you're going to expand the college football playoff and you want all Power Five conferences to have a team in, let's just rewind ourselves to the last time we had Power Five teams that were able to go uh, out of conference and play teams. Uh, and, and what was it? Two, yeah, 2019. So you had Auburn going against teams like uh, – or let me back up. Auburn played a team in Oregon and beat Oregon in 2019, right? You remember that? You remember a true freshman, Bo Nix, beating Oregon? Well, Blake, Oregon had some injuries. Well, you're there to your Pac-12 champion. And Auburn's not even close. Auburn's the third best team in the SEC West, and and the Pac-12 has a champion in Oregon, and we're saying for this team to get in the playoff. That's what playoff expansion does for you. That's what playoff expansion does. If you're going to expand that team and Oregon gets in the playoff, they do. So you mean to tell me a team, the third-ranked team in the SEC West Division is better than Oregon? I don't want to hear that Oregon had a lot of losses. I don't want to hear Oregon had a top-five quarterback selected, the, 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 the NFL Rookie of the Year on their team. And you got beat by that Auburn team and Bo Nix? Bo Nix! Come on, man. 
what is the regular season not showing me to when we get in the playoff? What is it showing me? It's showing me everything. So these out of conference games, these the, you know us going to UC, LSU going to UCLA, what does it really mean other than playing them? It will mean nothing when you can have an Oregon team that can lose to Auburn and get into a playoff. What does it mean? The 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 prestige, the the aura, and why college football is so big is because every game matters. Yeah, you can maybe lose one and still get into the playoff, but it better be early. But historically, that's not happening right now. When you have 2018 Clemson, when you have 2019 LSU, when you have 2020 Alabama, show me teams that are coming out of the ether. They're just coming out of nowhere and winning. There's not a Wisconsin team. I mean, we knew that LSU in 19, we knew that they had the talent to be good. Now, they surprised a lot of us, and they were the best team that we've ever seen, in my opinion, in college football. The best team ever, especially offensively. But it was never really a doubt. After beating Bama, some people had doubts because of LSU just being what the, or the history of what LSU has done against Alabama in the past. But look at them now. Or look at them what happened in 2019. So, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be for playoff expansion when Oregon's losing to Auburn. When USC is, with all due respect, when USC is playing uh, Alabama and they're getting beat 52-6. to six. What does a, a, a USC champion who we saw Alabama beat 52-6, to six, what do I need to learn about that? Oh, and by the way, Alabama didn't win the national title that year. I don't believe. No, they didn't. They got beat by Clemson. That was the, I think, the when they played USC, that was the time when Jalen Hurts came in, his first playing time, and we remember what happened. I mean, Alabama couldn't move the ball. Jalen Hurts comes in. They win the game. They go to the national championship, and they get beat. And they get beat by Clemson. So, what, what am I – if you expand the playoff to eight and USC is going up against Alabama again, what do I not know? Everybody continues to tell you, and what it's always going to be about, it's, it's about money and it's about – well, that's really what it's about. It's not about – and maybe it's about my team getting in the playoff as my dog is losing her mind. God, don't get a dachshund, man. Come here, Vinny. Jeez and Pete's. Hold on, guys. Hold on. My dog is losing her absolute ever-living mind. Um, but it's not telling me anything. The teams and the programs that want the playoff expansion are the teams that aren't getting in. The Pac-12 commissioner wants a playoff expansion because their conference absolutely sucks. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. The ACC commissioner wants it because he thinks that it's top-heavy in his conference because Clemson's beating the Rudy Pooh out of everybody, and they want two teams in. Guys, it, it has been known that teams that make the college football playoff are making nearly, just for making the playoff, nearly $50 million. 
that at least that was a, a a couple of reports of what LSU made when they got in the playoffs. Some are saying it was sixty six million. These teams and these ads and these conferences and these commissioners want other teams to get in here because it's a money based thing. Has nothing to do with what goes on on the field. Absolutely nothing. What goes on on the field or why we should have a playoff expansion. Blake, why are you freaking out about this? Blake, why are you doing this? Because at the end of the day, this does water down college football. It waters it down. I have yet, and I've asked, and I've asked, and I've asked, and I've asked for people to come on this show and debate it, for people to come on, you know, to to, to, to tell me why a playoff expansion outside of money means anything. And nobody wants to have that debate. Trust me, I'm trying to have that debate with individuals. Because, yes, you have a one-time Alabama team that comes in as the four seed, not the champion. Yeah, you have Ohio State. But how long has the playoff been going on, and how many times has a champion of a, of a conference not won it? And we're scrounging. What is a, a fifth-ranked Wisconsin team who's 10-2 who got the, beat, the, the shit beat out of them by Ohio State? What, is he, what does that team have to prove to me about playing Alabama or LSU or Ohio State or Clemson? It, it means nothing. Well, Blake, what if those teams beat them? What if they do? But they're not. They're not beating the teams in their conference. So you got to make a conference championship worth something. It means nothing. Blake, well, you you know, it, it's bragging rights if you're your conference champ. Every LSU fan in 2011, you don't give two Rudy Poos about that SEC championship game that you won and losing to Alabama in the national championship. Would you replace the SEC championship with beating Alabama in the national championship game? Because I know that I would. It, it, that, it gets me fired up to all living hell that we want a playoff expansion and we have teams like Oregon in 19 getting beat by the third best team in the SEC Western Auburn. Behind Bo Nix. And you have a top five quarterback. Yeah, Mario Cristobal, yeah, you're a good coach. Okay, people just say he's a good coach. Maybe he is. I like what he's doing. I think he's building a good program. I'm not trying to Rudy Poo on uh, uh, Mario Cristobal. You had a top five quarterback and you got beat by Auburn. You're not. You're not doing. I mean, come on. L- LSU has fired individuals. L- Ed Orgeron's on a hot seat for from some LSU fans because of what happened last year. But Mario Cristobal has a top five quarterback. You know what? Well, it is what it is. He's the best coach in the Pac-12. No, he's not. Well, yeah, he probably is. He probably is. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Sorry, I kind of got a little out there, but it just makes me it makes me upset to see this. Uh, Ryan says says a lot about how Oregon not better than Auburn. Yeah, it says a lot about Oregon, <laughs> and it says a little bit about Auburn, right? Like, does it not say something about Auburn beating the Pac-12 champion in nineteen? Uh, Ryan also says the Pac-12 is horrid overall. Yeah, they're horrid, and we want to expand it. We want their conference champion to be in the playoff. Uh, Brandon Reed says, yeah, we need to get Preston. Shaz Preston. Uh, Emory Jones, offensive uh, guard from Catholic. Le'Veon Moss, Travante Citizen, Shamar Stewart, Kelvin Banks, uh, Jamon Tapp, Kendrick Law, 
Walter Nolan, uh, Denver Harris, Quincy Wiggins, Kamari Wilson. Would that, uh, Brandon, would that wrap out? Would that be the end? Let's see. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. LSU has 13 commits right now. That would be your 25. That would be your 25. And that's not kids outside of state. I would think that two, maybe a couple of those kids inside here uh, are not going to be at LSU. I think Quincy Williams is going to be in there. I think Walter Nolan's going to be in there. Um, Emory Jones is going to be in there. I don't know about Shaz Preston, Le'Veon Moss, Citizen. Um, but I don't think they fin- – I, I don't know if LSU completely rounds out their class with getting all Louisiana kids, but I think that they, they certainly have the ability to. Uh, Jack Davis says they want to expand. The fans up north and out west don't have any interest in a basically southern playoff championship. Jack, I agree with you there, but expanding it means nothing, right? What I mean by that is this. You have – and, and, and I don't know how to say this. Let's go for 20 years. You had the BCS. You had now the playoff. It's always historically been won by a Southern team. Outside of USC who cheated and got it revoked and, and taken away from them, the only other team to win a national title outside of the South has been Ohio State. The only other one. The only other one. This has a big thing to do with recruiting too. Kids are coming to the South. It just when 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 Greg Sankey sits his crazy ass up on a pedestal and says it just means more. He's not lying. He's not lying. It does just mean more. So we have twenty years uh, 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 of data here, and uh, and let's let's just give that championship to USC. We have USC. And we have Ohio State, the only two teams that are not in the, uh, in the South, winning uh, winning a natty. Two teams. Oh well, Blake, they want expansion means nothing. You can't; those teams can't even beat teams inside their conference. <laughs> Oregon got in the playoff with Mar- Marcus Mariota. Didn't mean two Rudy Poos. Meant nothing. Oklahoma is historically getting in the playoff means nothing. Getting beat by LSU, getting beat by Georgia, getting beat by this team, getting beat by that team means nothing. I'm not going to back down from this. uh, I'm not going to back down from this playoff expansion doesn't need to happen. We're going to have to continue to talk about it because you have two commissioners talking about it. I know it's not LSU sports related, but – in theory, it is about LSU sports. In theory, it is. Uh, Robert Plaisant says, I think it needs to stay at four because they're going to have more blowouts and it kind of it's kind of pointless. I agree. I like it being at four. I do like it at being at four. But until you have teams that three, four, whatever, I mean, it is pointless. I don't – the only thing that makes it not pointless is the fact that we get more football. That's the – only reason why I, I like it because I want more football. I also don't really want to watch football that is blowouts. I don't want to see Wisconsin go up against LSU. I don't want to see Wisconsin go up against Alabama. I don't want to see Oregon go up against this team. I don't want to see Oregon go up against that team until they can prove to me 
that they can win in a four-team playoff. Again, I've yet to have anybody tell me a good enough reason why to expand the playoff other than this like participation trophy type of, uh, uh, of stuff. More teams should get in, Blake. What the hell for? What the hell for? Uh, Brandon says at least one, if not both, of the initial games are generally born as it is now. That's a great point, Brandon, and that's the point. I mean, <laughs> when you have Alabama blowing out uh, Notre Dame, when you have LSU blowing out um, Oklahoma, when you have Clemson, um, who do they play first in that? Um, I think Clemson played Ohio State in that 2018 uh, game. I would say 18 was a little bit closer, but Clemson, I mean, look, Clemson beat the dog shit out of Alabama when it all was all said and done. I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, I can't I can't be convinced right now that a, uh, that an 18-playoff um, means anything more. It just doesn't. Um, Kenny says, I've been hearing press into, and USC. Uh, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, Ryan says, is playoff system making BCS look a little bit better? I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about that. I do think that the BCS was getting the best two teams in there historically. Um, but I mean, you're putting it up to look, these commissioners want money. It it, it is what it is at this point. The ACC and the PAC 12 commissioner says, let us in when they can't even beat teams that are fourth or fifth in the SEC. You know what? Then put all, you know what? If you want to do that, then put Auburn in that song, bitch. Um, Chris Landry was going on. Chris, he says, Miles Brennan with more fishing pictures on his Insta. It shouldn't bother me, but it does. <laughs> I guess the kid does get a, a day to fish, though. I mean, and Chris, I did see. I, I do got to throw this out there. I did see that you posted a picture of you getting some big ass tunas. I, I did see it, Chris. Just throwing that out there. You're the Miles Brennan of the fishing game. <laughs> that was pretty cool, man. I got to admit, that was pretty cool. Ryan Mayer says, I have a point about expansion. Look at Georgia versus Cincinnati. That should have been a great game. Yeah, uh, college football. Yeah, look, we, we talked about that, right? Like, we talked – I brought up that game. It's like you can – and even at large teams, you don't even have Cincinnati beating Georgia. Like, it, it, it's one thing – it's one thing if – you had Boise State beating Oklahoma year in and year out. You're not having that. You're not having that. A depleted Georgia team beats a well-stacked, in their minds, Cincinnati team. Cincinnati has played Ohio State multiple times throughout the years and has never won that game. Every year they go up against Ohio State, every year they get beat. So why am I going to let Cincinnati, an at-large team, get in the playoff? What does them not beat Ohio? So they can't beat Ohio State. What makes me think they can't beat that they can beat Alabama? What makes me think that they can beat LSU? What makes me think that they can beat Florida? 
Ryan, I, I don't mean this in a, in a wrong way, but Florida gets beat by LSU last year. Florida gets in the playoff, hi, hypothetically, as an HC, would play Alabama again. We saw that game. That game transpired. I don't need to see Florida getting their ass whipped again by Alabama. The the whole notion of what these team what these ads are saying is it prevents you it prevent it, it, games will happen like 2012 when Alabama beat LSU in the Superdome because those teams played twice. That's not gonna. I mean, okay, I can see that, but it's also two in conference teams, two team, two teams from in the conference. That the only way that that historically happens is because those teams are in conference with one another. Uh, Brandon says you can't please everybody because even if they expand to eight, we might have multiple SEC teams in there, and then people will start complaining about SEC bias like they already do now. Yeah, they will do that. Yeah, they will do that. And the truth is, the truth is, it will be an SEC free for all. It will be an SEC free for all because you're not going to be able to justify putting a nine and three uh, a USC team in over a ten and two LSU or ten and two uh, Georgia, ten and two Alabama. You know, even in nineteen, Alabama's ten and two. You mean to tell me that they should, they wouldn't have been in before USC or Oregon? Guys, Auburn should have been in before any Pac-12 team in 2019. They beat Alabama. They beat Oregon. They played a close game with LSU. Just it is what it is. Jack says, just go to six teams so we can get more SEC teams in. Yeah, but Jack, what is that? But see, just here's here's the problem with that, and we're going to start wrapping this up. But here's the problem with that is just giving up to that, meaning just allowing that to happen does what? I mean, we're already seeing these games. We're already seeing these games. I mean, then just make it an SEC Invitational. I and and here's another truth: you won't see more. You won't see more SEC teams in if you go to six. That's a that's that's the lie that they're trying to sell you. Right? They're trying to sell you that more SEC teams will get in. The SEC teams won't get in because you have five Power Five conferences. You have all five Power Five conferences in, and you'll have a team the the SEC uh, uh, historically the SEC East champion that will get in along with them, or the Pac twelve or Pac ten uh, 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 coat or, or what do you call it uh, runner up that will get in a Wisconsin that will get in. It won't mean nothing, and then they'll go up against teams like Ohio State and get their and get their asses beat. Jack also says that UCF national champs put them in. I don't get it. You know, guys, I'm going to say this very quickly. I wouldn't be watching the UFC two. Uh, was it 262 tonight? Um, looking forward to that. Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira as Khabib steps down. By the way, uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Uh, Brandon Reese says, don't know why the ACC commissioner is complaining about expanding when Clemson is the only realistic title contender in that conference. Because those teams, those teams want more money. What I mean by that is this, is 
The ACC does not have an SEC TV deal. The ACC doesn't have West Coast money. And the ACC does not have Fox like the Big Ten does. They want more money. They don't have ES. Well, they have the ACC network, but it's not even not even close to touching the SEC. Um, I mean, look, out west is out west. I mean, USC, Oregon, those teams do have money. They got Nike money. They got USC, LA money. Um, so Stanford has uh, one of the bigger uh, endowments in, in all of uh, the the country. I think they have what was it like seven point nine eight billion dollars of endowment. They don't need money, so. ACC is one of the, you know, historically the ACC has been one of the more poorer conferences. If you look at it historically, um, you know, look, South Carolina is not a big place. It's not a big state. It's not a big state at all. It doesn't have a huge population. So that's why he wants it. It's all for a money grab. All right. I've talked a lot about this playoff expansion, but. Look, it, it, this is what it is. I'm going to clip this up. I, I I want somebody to come on this show and debate me why a college football playoff should be expanded. Because until until that day comes, guys, I'm going to continue to beat. And look, I could be wrong. You know, we could get into this playoff and it means more. Um, and 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 teams upset teams, but it's normally historically chalky. Uh. And I just don't think it happens. I just don't think it happens. All right, guys, y'all have a good day. Let's get let's go watch some LSU baseball today. Hopefully, they can continue to get the sweep. But until then, guys, we will see y'all again Monday. Have a good night or have a good day. See, you get used to saying "have a good night" because I do this too much. But y'all have a good day. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.